Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Doug sent me a note said, Steve, crazy story out of Missouri from the Springfield News Leader. Missouri lawmaker found guilty of wire fraud, illegal prescriptions, and lying to the feds. Andrew Sullender and Galen Bacaria wrote this regarding the Missouri lawmaker. State lawmaker and founder of several medical clinics throughout southwest Missouri was found guilty on Monday on all charges brought against her by federal prosecutors, convicted on 22 counts including wire fraud, illegal distribution of controlled substances, and making false statements to investigators. They also voted to allow law enforcement to take back nearly $300,000 in federal pandemic aid money that she had received from the county. The ruling marks the end of a criminal trial in Springfield that lasted two weeks and a federal investigation dating back to the beginnings of the COVID pandemic. Uh, The U.S. attorney said this is an elected official who stole money from the public, a purported humanitarian who cheated and lied to her patients, and a medical professional who illegally distributed drugs. She violated her position of trust to selfishly enrich herself at the expense of others, but a jury of her peers in a unanimous verdict saw through her smokescreen of excuses and ridiculous claims. Now she'll be held accountable for her criminal behavior. Testimony from local and federal officials and her associates and medical experts outlined an expansive case from prosecutors in which they focused on discrepancies within her for-profit and non-profit clinic's finances, her consistent advertising for treatments that she claimed contained stem cells, and her application for the county pandemic money. Among those who appeared during the trial were Greene County Presiding Commissioner Bob Dixon and a former state lawmaker. The defendant herself declined to testify. After the verdict was read, federal prosecutors asked the judge to revoke her bond on the grounds that she's a flight risk and a danger to the community. Prosecutors cited her extensive ties to the Caribbean, where she went to medical school. Judge Brian Wimes allowed her to remain out on bond before sentencing, but imposed conditions on her release, including the immediate forfeiture of her medical licenses and her passport. He also forbid her from calling herself a doctor, being in a healthcare facility except as a patient, and teaching or speaking publicly about stem cells. Uh, The judge also indicated a sentencing hearing would not take place for at least four months. During closing arguments, prosecutor went through each charge, and replayed audio of the defendant that had been played many times of the two-week trial. The audio allegedly shows her conflating her acellular amniotic fluid injection with an injection of stem cells. It is never acceptable to lie to patients about what you're putting in their body, the prosecutor said. Uh, Her defense attorney maintained her innocence while seeking to undermine the government's case as an attack on a community leader seeking to help underserved populations through her nonprofit. He described her as a naive but relentless person during arguments. Uh, Apparently, she'd been offered some plea deals, which she turned down. Now she probably wishes she'd taken those. In his closing arguments, an indignant defense attorney framed the argument around intent or the lack thereof. He described her use of stem cell shot as shorthand for amniotic fluid rather than a purposeful misinterpretation. By the way, this is shorthand for the quotation marks. (laughs) I only use one hand because I... I knew you'd understand, but why use both hands? So this is shorthand for quotation marks from now on. In his rebuttal to the closing remarks, the prosecutor said the defense attorney is merely telling jurors to let her go because she does good in the community. 
She uses her patina of goodness to lie. She was indicted by a federal grand jury in February of 2021 on charges of felony wire fraud, illegal distribution of controlled substances, and making false statements. A month later, officials revealed more charges alleging she defrauded the county to receive money for COVID. Um, And as the trial was repeatedly delayed, uh, they repeatedly sparred through procedural motions and filings as the St. Louis-based lawyer accused one of the prosecutors of acting with impropriety and conflict, calling for him to recuse himself from the case. The government called the defense attorney's allegations and line of arguments baseless, and the prosecutor remained on the case and was the lead presenter of the government's case. An attempt by uh, the defense attorney to have charges dismissed was also rejected by the judge. Tension carried into the federal courthouse during the trial. Prosecutors repeatedly objected to certain lines of questioning, And at points, uh, the judge would grow openly frustrated, raising his voice during sidebar conversations with both parties. Outside of the trial, other things happened to this defendant as well. In January, she had her license for drugs put on probation for three years and admitted to buying and prescribing drugs illegally in a settlement with the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. A separate lawsuit was filed against her in May by a former patient who alleges that she misled him about medical treatments to relieve his back pain. She's also been politically exiled, stripped of her committee assignments, barred from caucus meetings with her political party, and banished to a closet-sized office in the state capitol. So she's a lawmaker. She's entitled to an office, but no one said what kind of an office. So they gave her a closet-sized office in the state capitol. She's blocked by the uh, state party for running under the party banner for re-election this fall, but she's refused to resign from her seat. Now, under Missouri law, a person cannot run for public office who has been found guilty of or pled guilty to a felony under the federal laws of the United States of America. Prior to election 2020, she gained renown in the region and state for her medical clinic's work. She's also involved alongside Morris, who held her seat prior in writing legislation pertaining to assistant physicians in Missouri. Until losing her license uh, after a conviction, she had been an assistant physician. So that's one of those other things that get asked about a lot, is when somebody gets kicked out of office, there are sometimes situations where they can simply run for the office again. And then there's other rules that say you cannot run for office, but you can be in office. So the best example I can give you is, Some states say there's an age limit to be a judge. And they'll say you cannot run for election after a certain age. But obviously, if you're on the bench in the term in which you pass that age, you stay on the bench. But when you get to the end of your term, assuming you make it all the way, then you just get termed out and someone's got to run to replace you. But there are some places that say that For bad conduct, you can be removed from the bench. But it doesn't specifically say, and you cannot run again. So there have been people who've been removed from the bench who then say, well, I'm just going to run again. And if they run again, they can get right back in there. And the question is, do the same people who removed them last time remove them now for what they did previously? Because that might look like you're double dipping, but you never know. And so here it says specifically that a person cannot run for public office who's been found guilty of or pled guilty to. And so she cannot run again. But meanwhile, theoretically, she's still in office unless they take action against her now. 
So it's a crazy case, but it sounds like she was accused of a whole bunch of things, and a jury believes she did it beyond a reasonable doubt. So there you go. But she's a Missouri lawmaker, and uh, she probably won't be for much longer. But as of right now, she's got a really cozy office <laughs> in the Capitol building. <laughs> it's kind of like George Costanza at Play Now. They, they, they made his office difficult to get into to see who'd break first. So from the Springfield News leader, Andrew Sullender and Galen Beccaria wrote this. Doug sent it. Thanks a lot. Missouri lawmaker found guilty of wire fraud, illegal prescriptions, and lying to feds. Questions, comments, put them below. Otherwise, talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. There are two ways to be rich. One is by acquiring much. The other is by desiring little.